Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season 2 of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Parkville Network. I mean, technically our little catchphrase, it's Pat and GT ready when you are. I haven't yeah. said that in a long time. But really, I think it should be Pat and GT learn as you go. Because that's what we do. We just continually learn as we go. It's true. A lot of things. It's true. You know, not too many episodes ago, we were talking about that the mandate uh, for the masks had come down. And so now everybody's starting to digest that and, and starting to figure out what that really means for everybody. Because um, it's only been a couple of days now, right? And so yeah. one of our podcasters is Doug Fletcher. Uh, Fletcher Consulting, and he's an OSHA guy. And so he walks in to do his podcast today and appropriately masked. And But the first thing he said when I came in is $25 fine. You got to have a sign on the door. Got to get your sign on the door. And I was like, <laughs> what? What sign? What are you talking about? And we didn't, couldn't tell if he was kidding or not because he couldn't see him smiling because <laughs> of his mask. Right. So then he said, actually, he says, do this. He says, go to LinkedIn and looked at my, look at my buddy, Randy Stevenson. He's at uh, Barrett Home legal uh, office. And he said he put, he published an article that kind of spells everything out for you. So we did. And while I was there, I also clicked the link that uh, Mr. Stevenson also uh, pro, uh, provided so I could print out our sign. That was very nice. And cause you know, be, having a business, we usually our bosses would take care of that for us <laughs> and we don't have to worry about it, but now we kind of got to take care of that stuff. Exactly. So we yeah. thought, you know what, let's get the pro on and maybe we can help some other people too, to clear up any misnomers or, or find out what's going on. So Randy, thank you very much for agreeing to come on our podcast. Yeah. Thanks JT. And thanks Pat. I'm glad to be here. Bet. Fantastic. And, and a big thank you to Mr. Fletcher also for opening our for eyes. Saving and- us 25 bucks. <laughs> so how, okay. Let's just, let's get, let's talk about the elephant in the room, right? Okay. So we didn't have a sign up there for two weeks or whatever. Say we didn't, it's two weeks down the road and somebody comes up and says, Hey, you haven't had a sign. You don't have a sign up. So we give you a $25 fine for every day since the mandate took effect. That would have been like thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't have been $25 for every day. <clears throat> Violations of this ordinance are $25, and each separate violation um, is a separate offense. So not having a sign-up, even for a number of days, I think would be viewed as one offense. But it could add up. I mean, you know, if you ha- didn't have a sign-up and law enforcement came and you had, you know, six visitors whom you weren't making wear a mask, and there's, you know, another you know, 25 times six, there's another 150. Yeah. And, and more than that, it's, it's a crime technically. I mean, it's a misdemeanor crime. So I think more than anything, people don't want to be, you know, uh, don't want to have a misdemeanor in their record. No, yeah. exactly so right. You sign and you didn't have, you wouldn't get that ticket. <laughs> so let's kind of, kind of go through this article that you posted, um, talking about the, the mandate. And- <clears throat> mm-hmm. And maybe you can kind of um, go through this just a little bit, because there were several points in here that you made that I wasn't aware of. Um, and, and I didn't understand. I also wasn't aware of the exceptions to the rule. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing I, I think when I heard about this mask mandate and I hadn't read the proposed ordinance, I just thought of it as 
if it passed, placing a legal duty on individuals to wear a mask. Um, and it does that, no doubt, but it also places duties on uh, employers and, and really anybody who runs a building that is open to the public. Um, so, I mean, the way the, the statute or the ordinance defines um, places that are premises that are open to the general public is extremely broad. They s define that to include any facility that uh, has employees or workers in it, um, educational institutions, uh, private clubs, all business establishments. I mean, I can go on and on, but pretty much the way I look at it is everybody except a private residence is going to fall under this ordinance so long as they're within the city of Omaha. So the coverage is very broad. And, <clears throat> and what it says is that those establishments must require the people who enter to wear a mask. So mm -hmm. even if, you know, you know, the customer's always right. Well, I, mm. maybe not in this case, right? unless you want a $5 fine, <laughs> you might yeah. have to say to the customer, <clears throat> you know, you need to put a mask on. Otherwise, you could be fined, and I, as the establishment, uh, could be fined for violating this ordinance. Uh, and as you noted at the top of the podcast, there's also a requirement that buildings that are open to the public, and again, that's an extremely broad definition, need to have a notice posted that masks are required. And the city does have a sample notice. You don't need to use that notice if you don't want. You can make your own. But it's got to communicate to all people who come, whether it's employees, customers, visitors, vendors, etc., that masks are required on your premises. Mm, okay. All right. Is there any... I know you mentioned some um, specifics and I was kind of interested in some of these instances where the mask re requirement does not apply. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the main thing is, and this was an amendment that was passed uh, along with the passage of the ordinance that the ordinance is originally written basically said, if you've got two or more people in a room, they have to wear masks. And that was amended to say, okay, you don't, if you can maintain social distancing of at least six feet from anyone else who is not a member of your household. So that's one exception. That's quite a distinction too, really, because I think, you know, you might see somebody who doesn't have one on in public, but if you're socially distanced, then, then you're okay. Um, but it's hard to do if you go into a business, it's hard to stay that, that social distancing. Exactly, because you don't really have control if you go into, let's say, a grocery store and you don't have a mask on. You know, first of all, if they've got it posted that you need to have a mask, well, you're in violation of the rule. But let's say they let you in and you're doing shopping. You can't really control whether people get within six feet of you or not. Exactly. What about for businesses that aren't technically in the city limits, like in that little apron area, that little favorite apron that we all have? Yes, I do. You're not in the uh, yeah. You're not in the city where you're maybe even in Sarpy County. Your business. Yeah. How does that yeah. how work? Good question. Because sometimes you know these ordinances apply to a three mile limit beyond the city um, uh, boundaries. 
but this ordinance specifically says that it does not extend beyond the city limits of Omaha. Oh, okay. Interesting. That so if you don't live within the city limits and that, because that's interesting too, because uh, a business that I went to the other day is just on the South side of Harrison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but they were all wearing masks because it made some of their customers feel better. Um, and so, you know, they said that's, that's entirely, cause I didn't, I didn't expect it. That was the first day it went into effect and I walked in and totally, totally off my radar. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. And she goes, no, we're not, we're not technically within the city limits and doesn't, but we want to make sure everybody feels good. So that's good. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So other instances. You know, oh, go ahead. You know, there's some other major exceptions too. You might guess that there's an exception for, um, someone who is seated at a bar or restaurant to eat or drink um, or anyone else while they're immediately consuming food or beverages. Um, so that not only covers bars and restaurants, but for example, you know, at factories or other businesses where people go and, and eat their meal, um, they can take their mask off uh, in order to consume their food. And certainly other situations, for example, if you go to your dentist, you know, you've got to take your mask off, obviously. So there's an exception if you need to remove your mask in order to receive goods or services uh, that you're seeking. Okay. Got it. Um, there are also, I saw, let me, I'm looking here real quick. Cause I'm trying to get caught back up here. What I was trying to find. Oh, talking about kids. That was one that caught my attention. Children under the age of five. And I, I thought that was under the age of eight. I thought that the CDC had said eight year olds cause they didn't want to have children with masks on. But then again, yeah. in the schools, they're requiring them. Yeah. Well, the city is saying five hmm. is the age. Um, some other exceptions, you know, if you're working completely alone in an office or a room uh, or in a vehicle, you don't need a mask. But interestingly, um, you know, if you're in a business being used for uh, in a vehicle being used for business purposes and there's someone else in the vehicle, then both people have to wear masks. Or if you're riding on a city bus or an Uber or a taxi cab, oh, everybody yeah. needs to have a mask. Never thought of that. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. Did not think yeah. about it. But I'm glad you pointed that out about the in the vehicle. If you're alone in your vehicle, you do not need to wear a mask. For many for, reasons, not just for the stupid citation. Like just, <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to wear a mask in you your don't. own vehicle. You just don't. No. And I want, right, right. Okay. And, what, and how long is this um, supposed to take effect? Is it 30 days? Yeah, just about. Um, it's got a sunset provision built into it. So it goes away on its own by September 15th, 2020 unless the city council extends it. So let's all hope that the city determines and that in fact, this is effective and that it can go away um, on September 15th, but if not, it will be extended out. Interesting. A couple other important distinctions too, is about exercising indoor or outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. There's a provision that if you're exercising in an indoor business or space like a gym or a fitness center, um, so long as you're socially distanced, at least fix six feet from other people at all times, you can go ahead and remove your mask or face covering. And they do address the, the for people who are deaf um, or have any other disabilities. That's been addressed because that came up in some conversations online yeah. I've seen. Yeah, and, and that came up and that was came up by people who testified uh, during the debate before the city council on this ordinance. Um, and there is an exception if someone... Um, needs to 
uh, use sign language or, or read lips, uh, there can be an exception for that. Um, and if someone for medical reasons can't wear a mask, then it's okay uh, in that instance. Um, okay. The interesting thing I think will be, yeah, and I've already seen it on television when people have you know, been interviewed without a mask. Well, I have a medical issue. And, you know, I mean, mm. how do we know? Okay. Um, like 40% of, okay, 80% yeah. of the people that get medicinal marijuana cards. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. We can, we, these little dirt bags are 22. Like, you do not have glaucoma, Kevin. <laughs> you know, it's like we see right through it. Right. But you really, you really can't object to it because you can't prove they don't. Right. Okay. Yeah, you, you really can't. Now, with an employer, it's a little bit easier because it's an ongoing relationship. Mm -hmm. And the employer can say, okay, well, what is it? You know, give me proof of it if it's a hidden disability. And, and this probably would be because if true, it would be some kind of a respiratory uh, disability, you know, and give me proof. And then even then the employer could say, okay, well, we're going to go with an alternative. We're going to make you wear a face shield. Um, uh -huh. But on the fly, it's going to be tougher for retailers, for example, when just people are coming into their business and they say, hey, I've got, uh, you know, I've got a disability that inhibits my breathing and I can't, you know, use a mask. If that employer says, well, get out of here, I don't believe you. I mean, it could be yeah. discrimination in a public accommodation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what would be great is if people did have a bona fide medical condition to prevent them from wearing a mask that they would be able to carry some kind of a, a note or a letter mm -hmm. from their healthcare provider, you know, stating what that is and that they can't wear a mask. Now that said, I could see a business owner saying, okay, that's too bad that you've got a respiratory issue and you can't wear a mask. You know, can you wear a face shield or, you know, I've got, you know, some of these plastic face shields are only a few bucks. You can get them on Amazon. Wear one of these. Um, and if the mm. person objects to that, mm. you know, the employer might, then the business owner might be in a better position to say, sorry, you just can't shop here. Interesting. Cause I think, and this is something probably for most people too, to just kind of like at business owners in particular, you, it's, it's like, okay, what's our game plan? Let's just, let's just figure out how we're going to handle these situations. Cause you want to, you don't want to have, any kind of confrontations. And I know some people, for some people, it's thrilling <laughs> to, to get in an argument with somebody because they aren't wearing a mask. Right. And, it's so dumb. And instead let's, let's try and stave that off. And I, I like the idea of, you know, if you have proof that you can show them so you can just avoid that confrontation. And for some people though, I, I get it, the privacy side of it. It's like, no, I don't want to. Um, or, or I believe I have a medical condition. They're just going to ride that out. Right. Right. <laughs> They're going right. to ride it out and they, they won't care. But I know it's, I'm, and I get it. I'm just as mm, about it as anybody else, yeah. but it is what it is. And we got to do what we got to do. I know we are fully compliant here at Parkville Media because <laughs> of our sign. <laughs> we are. Yes, you have the sign up now. We do. Yes, we have the sign up now. I actually, I got it done and printed and put up before he got done with his podcast today. So he saw it when he left. So. <laughs> and Randy, we'll take, we'll uh, grab the link to your article too and put yes. it in our show notes. If people want to read more of the small business owners out there, they want to read more on this, uh, even not even business right? owners, just people. For people it's that go to businesses. Yeah. So you know what yeah. they're up against. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. The, uh, the article, you know, discusses a lot of of what we talked about today. Plus it's got a link to the actual ordinance itself as it was passed in its amended form. 
Uh, plus, it's got a, a link to the city's sample notice, um, and it discusses some other things from an employment standpoint, like whether employers have to provide the mask for their employees and sure. whether they have to pay for them and things of that nature. And for some of them, it might be easier just to have them. Right. And just to yeah. avoid the problem altogether. Really appreciate you taking time out today. Yeah, thanks, Randy. Yeah, you guys bet. No problem. Talk to you later. You got it. Have a good one. We'll see ya. So Randy Stevenson again with Barrett Holm. Um, He wrote the article and we got that connected. It's on LinkedIn though too if you get a chance to look him up. We had a lot of foolishness this week but kind of rounded it out week with some knowledge. Right? Yeah. Very, very Very good. Very strong way to finish (laughs) the the week. Um, It's Pat and JT. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Our website is patandjt.com. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.